You can hear me. Good. Hey, Chap, what's up? Jimmy! Yeah, how are you? Dude, life is good for the Z-Man. I'm driving into Ontario. Are you winning? I'm winning. I'm going to get some quality stage time. I'm getting out of here a little bit early. I'm going to do some writing. What are you going to write about, dude? Talk to me, Z-Man. What are you talking about? What do you focus on this new powerhouse hour? Uh, well, I I have a uh, six-inch black hair that's growing out of my back, and I can't pluck it, and there's nothing else around. Why? How, first of all, who told you six inches? Did you measure it? And why can't you just go get a haircut? No, it's coming out of my back. Yeah. Go have somebody cut it. Do you have any friends? Well, I ended. I, I plucked it. I ended up plucking it, but it took forever. Like I had to put myself like in a like a sleeper hole to do it. Uh, okay, Chad. Okay, but at least you did it, dude. You, you know, the but key to life, Chad, is making goals and trying to reach them. And I'm at that age where I just got one random black hair growing out of my body. Nothing else. It's like a palm tree in the middle of a desert. Like, why is that there? Chad, the the beauty of this, Chad, is that you um is that let's face it, dude, it could be gray. You're at an age where shit's going gray and it's not gray, so you're doing what the kids say, okay. That shit's gray. Yeah, right? You're not going gray, that's okay. That's fucking gray. What's the order? Fish fillet. Okay, what's the order of fish fillet? Yeah, dude, yeah. So uh you're gonna go out there, you're working with Godfrey. Do you get any action from the Godfrey fans? Are they like, I, I like white boys. Dude, I want to hook up with a black chick so bad. It's not even, it's ridiculous. I think you should put that out there. Have you tweeted that, dude? Um, but the thing is, is like, like I'm, like Godfrey's audience knows me because I'm always on his radio show. Oh, it's great, dude. So Great. Because we, we have a whole joke, like I'm Godfrey's one white friend. You're like, oh, you're the white friend. Well, hey, white boy, are you known as white boy Chad? White boy Chad. Chad, now, is, uh, what does his, his fan base look like, Godfrey? Good looking? It's, it's, um, it's educated black uh, African-American with disposable income. They're, well, I love that you said black, then African-American. Well, like you can't, you know? 2019, I don't want to say the wrong fucking word. Yeah, but it's also 2019 where we we try to say the least amount of syllables as possible. Yeah. But no, it's like they, uh, they're all edu- educators and educated, and they're, they, they're, they all, you know, Godfrey's audience, they're the Huxtables. I like that. And uh, I tell you what, man, they're the best audience, too. They love I them. like that. I like that a lot. I can rock a uh, urban room. I'm really? Gonna... Talk to me about that. Well, cause, dude, I fucking MC... if you can MC the Cleveland Improv, you can MC anywhere in the country, anywhere. Really? So power rank the hardest rooms in the country. Cleveland Improv, done. Number one, you're saying Cleveland Improv is harder than the OR. Are you going on record saying? That? I just, I just did. The, I've done the OR three times and. It's nothing compared to the Cleveland Improv. Wow, Chad Zumach. Wow. Dude, 
you going up cold first at the Cleveland Improv, opening for D. Ray Davis? Get the fuck out, man. You better you better know what the fuck you're doing. They will boo you. Have you ever been booed, Chad? Oh yeah. Before oh I, yeah. Before yeah. I, before I touched the mic. Yeah. Yeah, I got booed. You walked as you were walking up. They're booing you. Yeah, I, I didn't even. I go. I honestly said, I was like, can I at least talk into the mic before you boo me, please? <laughs> do you ever cry racism when they do that? Do you ever go, you racist motherfuckers? Oh, uh, this one dude. I had a Public Enemy shirt on, and I forgot the I forgot the fucking guy's name. And I was emceeing, this was years ago, and I brought him to stage, and he just ripped on me for 10 minutes. He's like, oh, white boy, wearing a public enemy shirt, man. He's like, hey, everybody, look at me. I'm, I'm one of you. And they're, they're going crazy. He's doing the white voice. <laughs> I go on stage, and I fucking just go off. I go, motherfucker, I go, you name three public enemy songs. And I start naming every song, every record. I go, I got Chuck D's phone number right now, bitch. You want to go toe-to-toe? Chuck D knows me word. He knows, he knows my first name. He knows my last name. Get the fuck out. And the crowd went crazy. Damn, like, Chad. Chad, is that what the kid's called? Drop the mic? Dude, I, I, I won him over because I just fucking went off on this dude. Dude, I went to it. I used, when I used to do black rooms deep in fucking Compton. Yeah. So when you do, uh, when you do uh, what the kids call urban rooms, I call them black rooms urban rooms, uh, the MC is usually the strongest comic on the show, and they do like 20 minutes in between each comic, and oh, yeah. you're like more of a commercial break between the the the, the MC's set. I mean, the show where you basically he'll do 20, bring up for 10, he does another 20, and it's not good shit either. It's like it's very interesting because when you have the young comics jump in, like they think they should be doing 20 between each people, but they're not that good. Right. So there's just some dog shit for like 15. Dude, I went up there and ripped this motherfucker. He went to shake my hand. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Fucking 20 minutes in between each comic. Ripped him. The place going crazy. He comes back up, tries to rip me. They start booing him. Dude, I saw D-Ray at, on the, his Monday night show. I saw him open up with 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's the upside down world. It's great. It's cray cray. <laughs> what uh, else is new? Dude, uh, I got an email from, let me pull it up, even though I'm driving, very dangerous, but uh, her name is, her name is Ashley Thompson. She listens to Spy Chat. And what she say? Uh, she congratulated me on my move and everything that's going on, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, I listen. Oh, she goes, I just want to say I just got to listening to the new Sit Down Zoomock podcast episode with Esther. Loved her as a guest. And I love the new Bye Chad episodes. They're all great. Bye, Chad. The people are talking, Chad. They love you. Yeah, it's, it's getting pretty I just called Staples Center to see if they want to do a Bye Chad tour. That'd be great, dude. Yeah, you, me, you and me, just you and me. <laughs> I remember one time when I, well, this was way before, um, way before, like, anyone was doing any podcast, anything. There was this guy, I did Joe Bartnick's fucking 
um, Joe Bardick and I had a sports show, and Joe, uh, and it was ran by this one guy, and like we literally had like two listeners, but he's like, listen, I can get us the L Ray Theater. We can do our own L Ray. We can do our own show. I'm like, no one's gonna show up. No right. one. Yeah, man. It's... <laughs> I would love. I would love just to have the balls to book the Staples Center and just have like ten people show up. <laughs> That'd be the greatest gig ever. Dude, I have one of the greatest fucking promote, promotions I've ever had in my entire life. It's still Talk to me. It was the year LeBron left uh, Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. And the, the Cavs, we, we drafted Kyrie and Tristan Thompson, but no one, they, the Cavs were open to any ideas. They didn't know what to do. They didn't, they're like, we'll do anything. They, they fucking, however we can get people in here, we'll do it. So... They fucking, we pitched them sweater vest night at my old station. Oh, my God. In honor of me, and they took it. So I had a whole night. The Cleveland Cavaliers had a whole night dedicated to me. Dude, do you have pictures? Oh, I got pictures, everything. Like, it was like they put, I was on the Jumbotron. Everybody, they had, like, Cavaliers sweater vest T-shirts they were, people were wearing. Where are those, dude? Where can I get one? I, I, I have one. I just give it to you. Give me the sweater vest. Give it to me. It literally was the surreal thing I, I've ever been a part of. It was the biggest I've ever been. <laughs> that, dude, to have your own night in an NBA arena is like my dream. Oh, it, was, it, was, it was very cool, man. But that's how desperate the Cavs were after LeBron left. They were like, we'll do anything. Well, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, we'll do that. Fine. Yeah, I respect the fuck out of that, dog. Yeah, that was I respect cool. the shit out of that. So I had a whole uh, arena. I was going around. People were getting photos with me. It was very, very weird. They go, hey, can I take a picture with you? Uh, who are you? Yeah, everybody thought they should know who I was. <laughs> yeah, the emperor has new clothes, right? That's like if you go to Sirius XM in New York. All you have to do is put on sunglasses, right? Right, I'm listening. That's- and have somebody with a video camera just videotape you walking in the hallways. Everybody thinks you're somebody. Hey, I had a great, I, I did back in the day, I had a video called uh, Fake Heat. And okay. uh, it was, uh, I, 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 it's me and Jason Tebow. We're sitting, <laughs> we're sitting in our living room. Jason's on the computer beating off, obviously. I'm thinking about how to make my career happen. And I go, you know what, dude? I got fake heat, dude. I got a fake heat. So, so far, this sounds like a documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go down and I go and I go get uh, I go the the videos. I go down to uh, 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 uh fuck was it Home Depot, and I get like four day labor guys, and I give them cameras, and their job is to follow me everywhere I go, like I'm paparazzi, and people are like, who is this guy? And I, it's one of the best things. So we did uh, one of the scenes was Fat Fight Club, Fat Fight Club. Uh, where, like, oh, it was just a bunch of fat guys in Fight Club. By the way, Joe Bartnick uh, and Mike Black are the only ones still alive from that group. Well, Joe Bartnick lost the weight. Yeah, Joe Bartnick looks like Danzig if he was hit with gamma radiation. <laughs> he looks like Glenn Danzig if he uh, fucking uh, had superpowers. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just oh, repeat no, what I said there. What's that? You just repeated what I said there. Well, that's, that's a sign of a good punchline, dude. Okay, okay. I like how you did that. I like how you did that, dude. I like that a lot. 
somebody quotes it right away, that means that's a great punchline. Yeah, when you see, like, hot chicks in Godfrey's crowd, you go make – have you ever hit on any of them? If I see hot chicks where? Hey, like, Godfrey's thing? Um, like, I, I, a couple of times. Dude, I'm always – dude, I'm always, like, with Dalia or Godfrey. They don't give a fuck about me. I was in Nashville with Chris Dalia, and these girls dress up like they're going to the fucking Academy Awards. Oh, yeah, dude. They come assholes bleach ready to rock. Chris is out there. He's, like, he's on the couch just playing on his phone, drinking coffee. And I go, like, Chris, I go, there's, like, eight girls out there. He goes, okay. He goes, uh, any of them hot? I go, yeah, all of them. He goes, pick out the hottest ones and let them in. <laughs> uh, do you have to tell the chicks, hey, listen, you're not hot enough? No, I just said, uh, I, go, I just go up to him, like, Chris wants to, uh, says you can come in the green room. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm getting some, like, rollover pussy, right? No. Yeah. No. It's, it's, it's Chris or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, why do you think Chris brought out the guy that looks like him? <laughs> oh, his Mike? Yeah. Does he look like Chris? Dude, the guy from Ireland looks exactly like Chris. I call him Chris 1, Chris 2. Chris Linoichi? Or uh, what's his first thing? The one from fucking Ireland. He's an Italian dude. From my, he's a Dolphins fan. What? No, that's a different dude, you ass. Oh, there's another Chris dude. Yeah, you, I'm, it's Mark Hayes, you dumbass. Dude, I don't know. Well, you should know. He doesn't use me anymore, so I don't give a fuck. Oh, dude, burning <laughs> bridges again, Chad. No. Again. Again. <laughs> you see what Kevin Brennan's doing? What? You know how Gary Goldman's uh, tweeting out, like, those comedy tips? Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking quote-tweeting Gary. And he's saying, he goes, uh, hey, where's the uh, tip on crowd control when you get, when you berate the audience for talking and the servers for uh, getting drink orders and while you're on stage? Where's that tip at? Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't piss off Gary Goldman. He gets, he can kill everybody. <laughs> Kevin doesn't give a shit. He's a psychopath. I love his tips, though. They're, fun. They're good, dude. But, man, that guy got my face one time, and I was like, okay, I'm about to die. <laughs> I'm like, this dude is huge. He's seven foot eight. Yeah. 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 For sure. I'll listen sure. to your tips, dude. Whatever you want to say. All right, dude. Hey, dude, I got to go.